Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, we have to stick together. We are, Listen, this is not some fake cheerleader, rah, 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 nonsense moment like, hey, let's cheer for the football team. We have to stick together. What am I talking about? I saw a really disturbing trend this weekend on social media and elsewhere where people claiming they're in the conservative fight with us were really eager eager to take a celebratory lap at what they saw as some chaos amongst the Trump legal team without even reviewing what was going on. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that game. I'm really sorry. If you want to be a part of that, that's fine. But we have a hierarchy of needs right now. And at the top is to get to the bottom of what could have been really massive election fraud in this election and determine who voted freely and fairly and legally and who didn't. And what are we doing? We're getting involved in distractions I warned you about on Friday. Team this guy, team that guy, and a whole bunch of social media. Look, I told you so. Let me, I'll describe what I'm talking about in a minute. It's important. I've got that. I've got five or six stunning examples of real, genuine, sincere, troubling information about potential voter fraud that are being reviewed right now as well. Um, I got that, and I also have um, the Obadiah Stain Brigade. Who the <laughs> is Obadiah Stain? Stay tuned. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, get a VPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Pick up your VPN today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you after this very long weekend? Seems like there was a flood of information. We have to get it out today. Sift through it all. How are you, sir? Yeah, well, through all that, ready to go, Dano. Everything's all set, baby. Ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Always good to hear from you. I haven't heard from you the whole week. That's, Everybody yeah. took kind of a breather this <laughs> weekend. Did. Although I was thinking about putting out a video last night after the <laughs> Democrats piled on and some Republicans joined them. Oh, we'll get to that in a yeah, second. Today's show sucks. brought to you by Express, uh, v- I'm sorry, Express VPN. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanksgiving is days away. Still enough time to get rid of the bags and puffiness under your eyes and get compliments around the dinner table. And every order until Thanksgiving includes Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, absolutely free. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin is smooth as silk. Free from redness, acne, and acne scars, and faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts so you can say goodbye to crow's feet and laugh lines. And with its immediate effects, you can see results in 12 hours or less. Everyone will see the difference guaranteed of 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Visit GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. And enter promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout for extra holiday savings. And with this Black Friday special, get the GenuCell eyelid lift and Cristal's at-home microdermabrasion treatment, also free. Spot-level comfort (laughs) in your own home. Miss Paula, looking good. And shipping, that's his address on today, I love. And shipping is also free. Doing a little mile, a little spin. That's genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Genucel.com, use promo code Dan40 at checkout. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, folks, this is um, going to be a serious segment. I'm a little upset. What happened? Let me lay it out for you. Kind of teased in the beginning. Well, this weekend, President Trump's legal team challenging some of the results in this election, which we think could have been based in significant instances of voter fraud, put out an announcement saying very simply, and I thought in a very benign fashion, that Sidney team was, uh, Sidney Powell was not working, attorney Sidney Powell was not working with the legal team, was doing her own thing. Of course, hysteria ensues. Hysteria, social media, the leftist PP tape hoaxers, eh, LOL, 
all laughing. This is so fun. Look at them. Every chaos, everything's falling apart. We expect that from the PP tape hoaxers, do we not? They're not serious people. They never were. They told you the PP tape was real and got Pulitzer Prizes for it. Um, but what happened subsequent to that bothered me. A bunch of, you know, alleged conservatives on social media, the pylon began. I told you so. Cindy Powell's crazy. Look at me. I warned you. Meanwhile, most of them didn't warn anybody about anything. They were actually saying the opposite. I'm sick of it, man. I'm tired of it. You want to be a wuss bag? I wanted to say a different word, but it'd be inappropriate for a family-friendly show. You want to be a... You go ahead and do that. You want to be a Vichy Republican? You want to sell out? You go ahead and do that. But Dan, Dan, what Sidney Powell said was, was crazy about an international conspiracy. And, we're, and, and I warned everyone. Folks, I don't know if what Sidney Powell said during the press conference about some international conspiracy to change votes is true or not, because I don't have Sidney, Cowell, Sidney Powell's case file. And I said to you on Friday, and I'll say again, if Sidney Powell, a respected lawyer, said something in that presser and made allegations about a conspiracy to overthrow the election that is, in fact, false, then it's Sidney Powell's reputation on the line. But I don't have Sidney's information. So I am not in this very serious time going to waste an ounce of energy firing at a circular firing squad like a bunch of babbling buffoons called, look at all, I told you so about Sidney Powell. While there are serious allegations and serious cases going on, if Sidney Powell has a case, then she'll be given an opportunity to prove it. And if she doesn't, it's her reputation. Blue check mark buffoons running around celebrating. President has a solid legal team. Jenna Ellis is a friend. Personally, and a professional ally, I've spoken to the team, the Trump team. This was a very benign announcement. The announcement simply said Sidney Powell is doing her thing on her time and the Trump team is doing their thing. Why did they say that? Again, for I don't, I, I, again, I expect nothing of the liberal goofballs. So look, Trump team's in chaos. The legal team, ah, eh, losing their minds, clawing at their faces in both rage and perceived hilarity at the same time. It's the conservatives who bother me the most. Why did they say that? Did you even think about it before you took a celebratory lap on social media, the fake conservatives? I warned you, I told you so. They said that because obviously some of Sydney's legal theories about an international conspiracy, ladies and gentlemen, are big, bold accusations. And some of us are right to be skeptical until we see evidence. And that's fair. But I'm not throwing anyone under the bus until I know, in fact, that case is false. When we know it's false, we'll say something. But the reason they separated Sydney's work from their work is because their work is on a timeline. December 8th is the safe harbor deadline for the presidential electors. Once the election is certified on December 14th, ladies and gentlemen, it's over. That leaves the case that they do have, which I'm going to get into in a minute, Jenna Ellis, Rudy Giuliani, and the legal team, based on substantive legal points about disparities and, 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 and unfair treatment in the election and potential irregularities, points I'm going to make in a minute. That leaves those points acute and time urgent. 
The time to develop this case she thinks she has about an international conspiracy, that's on her timeline. But it's not the timeline of the Trump team right now. It was a very easy explanation. But instead, we wasted time with a circular firing squad firing at each other. I'm not doing it. I'm very sorry. And you want to poke fun at me on social media too? Oh, you should have thrown her under the bus. You do you, I'll do me. I have a hierarchy of needs right now. And the needs right now are to expose potential fraud in this election that could be game-changing. You want to waste your time telling people what a what a buffoon you think Sidney Powell is? You do you. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry to open up the show with the with this sense of hostility today, but we do this all the time. The left spent four years giving each other Pulitzer Prizes for the damn pee-pee tape. And we're sitting here, despite not knowing Sydney's evidence at all, none of it could be totally spurious. I have no idea. And if it is, she'll have to suffer for that. But you don't know what she has. And we spent the weekend after the announcement celebrating in a circular firing squad. Some, some, not you, not my audience. I read your emails. Some, I want to be crystal clear. Some in the conservative movement celebrating this. Look at me. I told you so. Clowns, 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 sellouts, total frauds. When this is all over, if she doesn't have a case and she made this stuff up, then she'll be, her reputation and her legal reputation, her professional reputation will suffer indefinitely. But until that time, I'm going to focus on the goal ahead. And I'm not going to waste an ounce of energy piling on. The leftists celebrated each other for the PP tape. I spoke with them. I'm telling you from an inside perspective what happened. Her case is a separate thing. It is not part of the legal argument they're going to make now, the Trump legal team in court. Maybe everyone should have thought about that for a minute before they piled on. Tired of it, folks. So, Sidney Powell's not backing down on this, folks. Her allegation of a significant international conspiracy to overthrow the election. Daily Wire, just reporting the facts, folks. I'm letting you make your judgments for yourself. You're the smartest audience in the business. Unlike other hosts and other people out there on the in the social media sphere who want to tell you what to think. This person's stupid. That's pretty, uh, look, me, I told you so. How about being on this team? I'm not doing teams. I'm doing Team America, Team Liberty, Team Freedom, and Team Free and Fair Elections. The only team I'm interested in. Daily Wire. It will be epic. That's a quote from Sidney Powell. She releases another statement after lawyers said she's not on the team. Ryan Savidra, Daily Wire. Article will be in the show notes on Gino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to get our newsletter. That's the show notes every day. From the Daily Wire piece, here's Sidney Powell's statement after the Trump team released a statement indicating they were separating their work from her work. Quote, Sidney Powell, the evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming that this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democratic candidates. We're proceeding to prepare our lawsuit and plan to file it this week. It will be epic. She says, we won't allow the Republic to be stolen by communists from uh, with, with or within and manipulated by foreign actors in Hong Kong, Iran, Venezuela, or Serbia, for example, uh, who have neither regard for human life nor the people who are the engine of this exceptional country. We, the people, elected Donald Trump and Republican candidates to restore the vision of America as a place of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The statement goes on a little bit. I cut out some parts of it in the interest of time. She's not backing down. 
which again goes back to the point I made on Friday, which is not a difficult one. This is not about Team Sydney or Team Not Sydney or Team Social Media Personality or Team TV Host versus Team Not. If Sydney Powell has the goods, she'll produce them in court. If she doesn't, it's her reputation. Why are we wasting 10 minutes of time attacking Sydney Powell? You don't have her case. She's saying she's going to go to court with it. If she's got it, she's got it. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Can we focus on the prize like the Democrats do? Gosh, am I tired of this. And the pressure to, to tow the accepted social media narrative line. You better throw Sydney under the bus or it's your reputation. It's not my reputation. I have no idea what Sydney Powell has. I'm not on her legal team. I'm not even a lawyer. But clearly she's not backing down. Yeah. Which says she has something. What the hell she has? I have no idea. But it's her legal license and her reputation. If she would have came out with a statement over the weekend that said, hey, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I fooled you all. You're all idiots. I'm really sorry. I'm going to go hunker down in a cave now. I'd be like, hey, she really screwed us up. We don't know that. If she did, she did. We'll address it when it happens. I don't mean to belabor that. I'm just really sick of the sellout, weak need, jellyfish spine, pathetic loser Republican class, which I'll get to in a minute, who are just so eager to throw all of our own people under the bus at a moment's notice while letting the pee-pee tape people off. Here's some video this weekend. This is Sidney Powell on Newsmax again. Not backing down. Matter of fact, not only not backing down, but quadrupling down. She gave an interview on Newsmax to the hosts. And uh, she says, and I'm just quoting here, that her allegations here of what happened in Georgia that she's going to bring to court are, quote, biblical. Here's Powell herself. Is she right? We'll find out. Check this out. What more could you tell us about that alleged conspiracy? Uh, is the governor's involved? I can't. Yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. Jordan. If it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. You, you know, I know you say you, you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary, but you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia. Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet. But hopefully this week we will we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what's and it? It will it will be biblical. All right. I don't know what she has. Candidly, folks, if you're not on the legal team, her legal team doing their own thing now, you don't know either. If it's a big nothing burger, then yes, we'll be really aggravated. But maybe we should wait for the filing before we're all in the circular firing squad. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> clown, clown. You haven't told anybody anything. You don't know anything. And why the eagerness to say, I told you so? Maybe you should send your energy elsewhere. If she embarrassed herself and doesn't have the information, she's going to have to suffer the ramifications. Now, here's what I think is going on with Sidney Powell's case. Listen, I don't know about this international Venezuelan conspiracy, okay? I have no idea what 
the details of that. Does it have to do with Dominion, Smartmatic? I don't know. I'm only guessing because I'm not on Sidney Powell's legal team. Having said that, she made a clear reference here. Did you catch it, Joe? Did you hear it? She talked about Georgia. She made a very clear case during that Newsmax thing that it involved Georgia. And if she was a law enforcement officer, she'd be looking into it now. Meaning she believes a law was violated in the state of Georgia. I think what she's saying there, trying to translate here, I have not spoken to Sidney Powell on this, full disclosure. I have spoken to other members of the Trump legal team. Again, complete disclosure there. I have not spoken to Sidney Powell. My guess is there are two arguments. The international conspiracy thing she's alleging, I'm not sure about that. I'm reasonably confident, though, listening to this and a clip I'll play next of Sidney Powell and Maria Bartiromo, that what she's alleging is some potential money exchanged in the state of Georgia to use a voting system that people in Georgia may have known was had issues. Everybody tracking? I'm trying to make this yeah, very yeah. simple. Yeah. Joe's audience on Budsman. Does that make sense? That's Paula? an easy one. Yeah. That it's an easy one. That now, I'll, how do I know this? Only begin again, but I have not spoken to Sydney because I've spent the weekend reading and listening to what she's saying and trying to parse through it. This clip from Maria Bartiromo with Sidney Powell an interview is very telling where she gets a little more specific about her case in Georgia, which, if these allegations are true, are very disturbing. Money exchanging hands to use a voting system that could have had issues they knew about. Check this clip out. You said that there may have been kickbacks to some uh, people who accepted the Dominion software. Tell me what you mean. Well, I mean, we are collecting evidence now from various whistleblowers that are aware of substantial sums of money being given to family members of state officials who bought this software. I mean, we're talking about $100 million packages for new voting machines suddenly in, in multiple states and benefits ranging from financial benefits for family members to sort of what I would call election insurance uh, because they know that they can win the election if they are using that software. It's really an insidious, corrupt system. And I can't tell you how livid I am with our government for not paying attention to complaints even brought by Democrats, Carolyn Maloney, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, over the last several years in written letters with uh, expert reports and some documentation of how corrupt this software is, and nobody in our government has paid any attention to it, which makes me wonder how much the CIA has used it for its own benefit in different places, and why Gina Haspel is still there in the CIA is beyond my comprehension. She should be fired immediately. Hmm. Hmm. That's right. I don't know about the CIA's role in this, ladies and gentlemen. The end part, I have no idea. But if she's making an allegation, which she clarified a bit, that people in Georgia were exchanging monetary favors for the use of a software system they knew had issues in advance, issues brought up by prominent Democrats, by prominent Democrats, by prominent Democrats, not Republicans, that's a serious charge. Maybe we should hear it out before the circular firing squad of the I told you so brigades. Look at me, I fell apart. 
engages in this nonsense. They're pseudo victory laps. Maybe we should hear it out. Just the thought. Now, you know what's interesting too? Maybe the fake conservative brigade on social media taking their victory laps this weekend. Maybe if they spent more time listening to what Democrats said about voter fraud, hacked voter machines, and potential problems in swing states with the vote counts before, maybe we'd have a more unified front to make the case that there were abnormalities in selection. But no, no, no. They spend their time going, ha, Trump legal team, look, chaos, I told you so. Clowns, clowns. Krusty the clown time. I'm going to show you the evidence of that in a minute. How some of the charges Sidney Powell's leveling about issues with the software used in the election were leveled by Democrats, left-wing media outlets, and even people involved with the Hillary Clinton campaign. And that was cool back then. It was a totally acceptable narrative back then. But now that Sidney Powell makes these allegations, and granted, some of them are interesting, to say the least. But now that Sidney makes them, we're all, all the conservatives... You, you train your firing. I just, I just got an email just now. National Review is right. Sidney Powell released the Kraken or whatever. Kraken's a, it's a victory lap. They love, they love this stuff. There's nothing they love more than to attack people aligned with the Trump movement. Despite the fact that they don't know anything yet. Nothing they love more. Maybe you should focus on the stuff I'm going to show you in a minute. Let me get to my second sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to produce actual evidence that the Democrats had these same concerns. But then it was cool. Just, Joe, now it's just crazy. Now it's just totally nuts to bring this stuff up. Hey, you going outdoors or on an adventure, whether you're just hitting the trail for the first time or taking the road less traveled, backcountry.com has the best selection of outdoor gear and apparel for your next adventure. It was founded by a former Olympic skier. Backcountry.com is the best place for outdoor gear and apparel. From Patagonia, Santa Cruz bicycles or this awesome Arcteryx. Jack, this is my, look at that. Feel how thin that is. You like that? Nice. This is mine. Now you may be saying, Dan, you live in Florida. Why do you need your Arcteryx jacket? Because I travel up to New York and I'm not used to the winter anymore. And I freeze my <laughs> off. That's why I needed it. Where'd I get it? Backcountry.com. When you ask for help at backcountry.com, you're not getting some outdoor hobbies. This is the coolest part. This is it. Listen to this. This is really cool. When I talked to them before, I found this the most interesting part of their company. Backcountry has gearheads. They're experts who can give you a master class in the great outdoors. They can provide you a detailed pack list for your next summit to gift recommendations for your outdoorsy friends. Why? Because they do it. You need, I, I was thinking of a story when I was back in my last line of work, we went hiking with one of the Bush kids, and I, I had the wrong hiking shoes, and I had the worst blisters ever, and I didn't have the right socks. If I just would have had one of the gearheads at Backcountry, I would have been okay. Everything Backcountry sells is the highest quality, but the Backcountry gearheads are the real difference. They're former pro athletes, Olympians, 100 days a year, skiers, seasoned guides with years of experience. They're available 24-7 by phone, email, or chat for product recommendations and hard-won advice. It's the real deal. Go to backcountry.com slash Bongino and a promo code Bongino to get 15% off your first full price purchase. My jacket right there. Some exclusions apply. Go right now, get 15% off at backcountry.com slash Bongino. 
and enter promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Backcountry.com slash Bongino for all the best gear. Use promo code Bongino. Any questions, ask their gearheads, email, chat, phone, get all the answers you need. Don't forget to enter promo code Bongino, backcountry.com slash Bongino, promo code Bongino. Check it out today. All right, thanks, Backcountry. We appreciate it. So um, again, it's it's just uh, really ironic that when Democrats, prominent Democrats and left-leaning media outlets bring up the idea of voter fraud or hacking, it's all good. It's all A-OK. Matter of fact, not only is it good, it's promoted and actively the imprimatur goes on it. They go, wink it or not, this could have, Hillary Clinton could have had her elections, our election stolen in 2016 by Donald Trump due to hacking. And everybody in the media goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And yet we bring it up in 2020. Conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. You need the evidence? Hat tip uh, Kyle Becker again for this compilation I saw. Here's just a little quick brief video of left-leaning media outlets promoting the idea that hacking, election fraud, or susceptible machines to fraud could have been an issue. Uh, but when they said it, it was cool. But now again, Trump team brings it up. Check this out. Also go into this directory, VinVote. Just kind of press demo and then I will have control. And now you've successfully broken into the machine I have, at this I've point. successfully, I have broken it. And you could actually, at this point, you would actually have access to the voter database. Yes. The stunt pointed to a real problem. American voting machines are old and vulnerable. And so the combination of seeing the incredible vulnerabilities and the lack of institutional action around the security of the vote, all of that made for an extremely alarming weekend. Software is easily replaced in a computer, so somebody can replace it with fraudulent software that lies about who won. NBC, Fusion, CNBC, and ProPublica none of which are conservative media outlets at all, did segments on the potential hacking and manipulation of voting machines. Oh, cool, 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 right? As the kids say, cool, cool, cool. I don't know if kids say that or not. I just made that up. But whatevs, they definitely say whatevs. It was fine. That was A-OK. They don't say that either. They don't say that either. They're deadpan. Totally dead. They probably don't. <laughs> I thought I heard it once. But that was cool. That was totally cool. That nobody in the mainstream media was like, oh my gosh, look at these clowns at NBC talking about hacking voting machine. Look at these idiots. What a bunch of dopes. But now, God forbid, a lawyer associated with a Republican cause brings these things up. We don't know the truth. I want to be crystal clear. Again, for all the liberal dunces that watch my show, because they really are stupid people. I read their pieces. I'm not kidding. That's how they found themselves in journalism. They couldn't get actual jobs. I am not suggesting the voting machines were hacked. Are we clear? I'm suggesting to you that the allegation is out there that they were susceptible to hacking because you left-leaning media buffoons brought it up. And that if a respected Republican attorney has some evidence of that, we should at least let her make the case, right? Before we all circular firing squad, conservative side start taking each other. Hey, hey, tell the foul. Is that, is that okay? Is that fair? Is, is that not, is that irrational? I'm not alleging any abnormalities on the hacking front because I don't have that data. Does somebody else? We'll see. But it was okay when you brought it up, but not when we bring it up. 
Well, Dan, that was only four outlets. Oh, here's another one, by the way, in print. Hat tip Jack Posobiec for this. I saw this on his uh, social media. This was the intelligencer. Not a bastion of uh, right-wing conservatism, folks. By Gabriel Sherman. You know Gabe Sherman. Not a huge fan of Fox News either. This was from November of 2016, folks. I'm sure he was called out for being a conspiracy theorist after this, right, Joe? (laughs) Just kidding. Here's his article. Experts urge Clinton campaign to challenge election results in three swing states. Hmm. Why would they do that? Well, when you read deeper into the piece, you'll see why. Again, no one was called the conspiracy theorist for this. It says that this University of Michigan Center for Computer Security and Society believes that they found persuasive evidence that results in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania may have been manipulated or hacked. Oh my gosh, Joe, that sounds like I can't The group is so far not speaking on the record about their findings and is focused on lobbying the Clinton team in private. Was Gabe Sherman's article taken down for Arrowhand disinformation or misinformation? Because that's what our show, we're under relentless attack now for promoting misinformation. What kind of misinformation? The intelligencer? NBC, CNBC, Fusion, ProPublica, it's your stuff. We're promoting misinformation. I'm not alleging hacking. You made, you guys are the ones putting that out there. That hacking, there was a potential hack. That's your stuff. That's not my stuff. You're the ones writing articles about these people indicate there could have been uh, abnormalities. Look, hacking's possible. We didn't say it. It's your stuff. So sick of it. But again, for the umpteenth time, for the respected blue check mark conservative brigade, you jump in the circular firing squad. For me, you get the double barreled. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. So pathetic. So pathetic. Those are the guys in the trenches you definitely don't want. Remember Mm -hmm. what Joe... You know the term. We had a term for them in my prior line of work in law enforcement. We used to call them the bed yeah. quitters. If you know what I mean. The worm, the word yeah. worm, that was Freudian slip there. The worms and the word rhymed with quitters, but it wasn't quitters. Because you can't quit the bed, but you can definitely the bed. And we had that term for them because they were the first ones when something happened on a security advance or a foot pursuit happened that would be screaming like (laughs) lunatic. Nobody wanted to work with the bed quitters because they were, they, they acted it out like they were in a movie. I think I'm supposed to scream right now because it would sound really cool. How about you shut the, and tell everybody on the radio where you are so we can help you in the foot pursuit rather than screaming. I'm just throwing that out there. You want to join the bed quitters? Go right ahead. This show's not for you. Hence the shirt today. No quarter given here. Go with your bed quitters. I don't care. This is not your show. <laughs> <laughs> If you're missing the video version of the show, I really, I feel for you. Please check it out. Rumble.com slash Bungie. That's how producer Drew, Joe sees it a lot. 
Drew doesn't. He's all these seasons. That's how he knows it's a good the Dan Bongino gesticulations. I'm very upset today. Despite everything going on in my life, your life, the election, oh, I'm not happy at all. And I'm really trying to hold it all in. All right. You know what? Let me get to my third sponsor. And here I want to get to on the next segment a great, great, great article by justthenews.com. It'll be in the show notes. Please, I can't tell you anything's mandatory reading. I'm not a leftist tyrant. I'm just begging you to read this piece. I want to go through five substantive examples of serious election abnormalities that are being left behind while some conservative blue check marks join the liberal pee-pee tape hoaxers and circular firing squad each other, forgetting all of this stuff. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at Tommy John. This Black Friday fight cold with cozy in Tommy John underwear. My faves. They're loungewear, pajamas, and bras. They sent me a pair of um, like pajama bottoms. I, folks, listen, I'm going to be straight. With you. I've never worn PJs in my life. PJs, never. And I got to tell you, did I not put those bad boys on? What did I tell you? I'm like, Tommy John may have coaxed me into wearing the old PJ Aruskis. They are really that comfortable. I should have had. Maybe I should bring them up. Next, I will show you them. They are awesome. Shop their Black Friday sale right now. Give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list and yourself with Tommy John men's and women's loungewear. Say goodbye to old stained sweats. Get, get, get rid of them. Get rid of them. Tommy John loungewear is luxuriously soft. I am not messing with you. Like soft like you've never felt before. You're not going to want to wear it. That's the only downside. You'll want to go to work in these things. In your, in your Tommy John. <laughs> They're guaranteed to fit perfectly with the same level of comfort and innovation that goes into everything Tommy John makes. Plus, Tommy John's loungewear, pajamas, and underwear come in limited edition sets, perfect for gifting. But they sell out quick, so order soon. Last year for the holidays, I bought the Reds. <laughs> Inside joke but it's not a joke. And there's no risk with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear. Oh, it's free guaranteed. I'm crying right now. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale right now. Make sure your gifts arrive by the holidays. Go to tommyjohn.com slash Dan for 20% off site-wide. That's 20% off for a limited time only. These are best underwear and loungewear in the business for men and women. Go today. Don't waste any time. tommyjohn.com slash Dan. Great gift idea as well. tommyjohn.com slash Dan. 20% off site-wide. See the site for details. Go today. Check it out. All right. So getting back to uh, what's really going on, I'm not going to be distracted. I'm going to focus on things that matter. Now, when I go through this, keep in mind, I'm explaining this, keep the big umbrella theme of the show today in mind. The reason the Trump team this weekend had to create a disconnect between the work Sydney's doing, Sydney Powell, and the work Jenna, Rudy, Jenna Ellis, Rudy Giuliani, and others are doing for the Trump legal team is because the stuff she's developing is complicated. It is. There's other stuff that is on me, more acute, immediate timeline has to be done right now. I don't want to call it a distract, but they don't want to be distracted by that. If it pans out, it does. If it doesn't, again, Sydney, you'll have to answer for that. But they have other things they have to focus on right now. Is everybody clear on that? It was obvious if you know the Trump legal team and you read the brief. But, you know, people want to surmise things and be smart, Alex. So they had to pile on without reading through. Here's what the Trump legal team is focused on. There are quite a few instances of real irregularities in this campaign. Here's the just the news article I've been referencing. Please check this out. It's as important to read right now as you're going to find anywhere. It lists a dozen compelling allegations of voting irregularities in the 2020 election, from ejected ballot observers to fraudulently backdated mail-in votes. The evidence of irregularities is growing nationwide. I'm not going to go through all 12. I encourage you to. I'm going to go through the five that jumped out to me, stuff we've already been talking about. 
five of the most important ones that should be like ding, 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 bells going off, antenna going up everywhere, that this sounds like a problem. Number one, what the hell's going on in Detroit? A city of Detroit worker swears she witnessed thousands of ballots being falsified. I don't know, yeah. Joe, that kind of sounds like a big deal. It goes on. Here's the, it's a name that's anonymous, by the way. Of all the sworn statements to date, career civil servant Jesse Jacob of Detroit provided the most sweeping claim of election fraud. Maybe worth looking into, folks. I don't know. Well, what did she say? She stated in an affidavit she personally witnessed and in some cases was instructed to backdate thousands of absentee ballots the day after the election to make them appear legal, even though they were not in a qualified voter file and had not arrived by the deadline. Miss Jacob says, quote, I estimate this was done to thousands of ballots. Her sworn statement says. Well, I still have hair. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. we should look into that. No, no, let's waste our time over the weekend attacking each other. Let's do that. That's very productive. <laughs> Great. Two thumbs up. By the way, I've been joking all weekend with my friends. I give chemo zero stars on Amazon. A hundred percent zero stars. I'm giving it a terrible review on Yelp. I just want that out there. Zero stars. <laughs> I can laugh. It's me. I'm, people have been asking me all week how you feel. Zero freaking stars on Amazon for chemo. Zero stars. <sighs> sorry, I'm trying to make It's my own situation. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just messing with you. But I keep getting all these texts from friends. How do you feel? Terrible. Zero stars. Two thumbs down on Yelp. But maybe we should look into that, Joe. You think <laughs> Joe's heard that already? So I'm it's, fine. it's great that he still thinks it's funny. Maybe we should look. At, I'm just, I'm just asking. You have a woman who's a career civil servant in Detroit saying, "Hey, yeah, I was asked to backdate votes from unqualified voters who sent in votes after the mailing deadline." Is it true? I don't know. She swore to it. I, I legitimately, I don't know. I'm not the witness. She is. Maybe we should check that out. No, no, hold on. Let's attack Sydney Powell. It's very productive. Good job, guys. And they, well done. Well done. You may say, gosh, that sounds really bad. Oh, that's not it. That we're not done. There's 12 of those. I'm just giving you the top five in the article and just the news. Let's go to number two. The infamous case of Wayne County that sent out, what, 100 absentee ballots and magically got, what, 200 back? <laughs> that sounds weird. Gosh, maybe we should check that out too. No, no, let's attack Sidney Powell. That's productive. Here, from the Just the News piece. Nearly three quarters of Detroit's precincts had mismatched voting totals. That sounds strange. That sounds worth a, worth a gander. The Wayne County Board of Canvassing member, William Hartman, a Republican, says in a sworn declaration that Michigan's largest county certified results knowing there were massive discrepancies between the approved voter file and the ballots cast and counted in Detroit. Oh, man, that sounds really. Uh, I was going to say something else. I forgot. I, for... I was going to say something else. Seriously, for a second, I forgot. I can't curse something. No, go back to that. I wasn't done. I want to read. I had a little chemo brain moment. I was going to actually curse on the show. No good. Don't do that. Kids watch the show. Put that thing back up again. Here's the quote from William Hartman. 
In my review of the results, I determined that approximately 71% of Detroit's 134 absentee voter ballot counting boards were left unbalanced and many unexplained, his statement said. Folks, we've only been talking about this for a week now, how in Wayne County, Michigan, they sent out a number of absentee ballots and got that X plus that number back for those mathematicians out there. And the leftist, the elitist academic crowd, say they sent out 100, they got X plus 100 back. Kind of weird, no? Which left them with unbalanced books. Maybe we should look into that before we certify and swear that the election results were legitimate? Just a guess. Number three, the infamous case of the pristine ballots. <laughs> Back to our Hunter Biden. You know, our Hunter Biden receipt we use as a ballot. To mail ballots, you have to fold them. Diagram for the liberals. That leaves a crease. Not what was found in Georgia. Maybe we should look into this too. Check this out. They found a whole boatload of pristine ballots that at least nine observers who watched an audit last week in Georgia's razor-thin election have signed affidavits swearing that they saw suspicious mail-in ballots uniformly cast for Biden. The ballots were in pristine condition, had no creases on them, meaning the ballots had not been mailed in envelopes as required, according to the affidavits. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Maybe that's worth a look-see? The look-see, maybe, you think? Well, Gander, check it out. Drop the eyeglasses a little bit. Hey, well, that sounds weird. Let's check out allegation number four. That a phone survey done of Pennsylvania voters when asked about their mail-in ballots, some of them answered that, hey, I didn't request that ballot. Gosh, that's kind of weird. Dan Bongino, did you vote by mail? I did not. That's great because we have your mail-in <laughs> ballot. I just said I didn't vote by mail. Ah, strange. From the just the news piece. Uh, I, I, oh, no, that was coffee. Okay. I thought she was going to take the screen down. She was going for her coffee, Miss Paula Arrowhead. So just the news interviewed numerous Pennsylvania voters who said either their mail-in ballots were never counted or that someone else has appeared to request and obtain their mail-in ballots. <laughs> Sounds just crazy. A data scientist then projected from sampling that the problems were widespread. In a sworn declaration, a respected mathematician says his analysis of election data and phone interviews with PA voters raises questions about as many as 100,000 absentee ballots requested in the key battleground state where President Trump and Joe Biden are separated by just 82,000 votes. Is that a conspiracy theory, too, that they called the voter, you know, the actual voter? Hello, Mr. Dan. This is the voting board. We got your absentee ballot. I didn't send an absentee ballot. Huh, no worries. It's for Joe Biden. We're OK. Maybe we should check that out. No, let's move on. Right? Let's move on. The left and the media, the PP hoax people told us to move on. They told us, to, so we have to, of course, obey their instructions. Because why again? No, thanks. There won't be a concession today. Not tomorrow. And again, next week doesn't look that good either. Let me go to the last one here. 
This is in California. <laughs> Almost laughable what happened in California in a disturbing way. Los Angeles prosecutors uncovered a scheme in which thousands of fraudulent ballots were cast. Two men were charged last week with 41 counts for allegedly submitting thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications on behalf of homeless people, according to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. You know, run by those right-wing Republicans, L.A. County. <laughs> of course not. Maybe we should check that out, too. Maybe Democrats that lost in primaries and stuff in L.A. County. Democrats. Because, you know, unless you make it a partisan issue, and this is the saddest part of mm -hmm. this, Joe, the Democrats don't care. They right. don't care about fraud if it benefits them. But then you say to them, well, hey, if you're a Democrat who lost in a primary to another Democrat, do you ever consider that these cases of fraud, like allegedly paying homeless people to fill out mail-in ballots or whatever, may have affected you? Too? Oh, now they're interested. Now they're interested. But unlike you, as I've said a thousand times now, if we lost this election fair and square, then we lost it and we move on to fight another day. But you're damn right. I want to know if we lost and I want to know if we won. And I want to know either way that this was free and this was fair, regardless of the outcome. That is the only principal position here. All right, let me get to my final sponsor. I want to, get, I want to come back to another two groups of significant abnormalities here in Pennsylvania and, and Georgia. Real problems here. Real problems that have to be looked into. All right, today's show also brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. Ladies and gentlemen, I had my identity stolen. It was one of the worst experiences I've had in a long time. It took me a year to clean it up. It was a total mess. I got LifeLock right after that. I got LifeLock after that because I had no time to deal with this again. Cyber criminals often hide malware in emails. Did you know that? These deceptive emails can look like real invoices, invites, or payment information. They have a document attached. The attachments contain text and images. They look legitimate. When you click on them, a pop-up can appear prompting you to click enable content or enable editing. But if you do this, the attachment will install malware in your computer. No good. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. This holiday season, you could, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you could miss certain identity threats by only monitoring your credit and bank statements. Get LifeLock, the leader in identity theft protection. I have it for me, my wife, my kids, my mother-in-law. We all have it. Why? What does it do? LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information being used in their network, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year. 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino. Protect your identity. Lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Go today. All right. Um, there's a really terrific article I'm going to get to tomorrow. You, even Paula was a little mad at me because it's so good. It's by Julie Kelly in American Greatness, and it's about the debacle going on in Pennsylvania. I'm going to get to that tomorrow because it's worth its own segment. But I just want to wrap this segment up before I get to the um, the Obadiah stain. <laughs> My wife was like, what the hell is this? When I sent her a picture. The article's great. It's about significant abnormalities in Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, Pennsylvania Democrats got annihilated down the ballot. Destroyed. Republicans showed up in mass to unseat Pennsylvania Democrats that had been in power for eons. 
How is it that Pennsylvania was lost, air quotes, by Donald Trump? It doesn't make sense. Record numbers of Republicans showed up and voted for everybody but Donald Trump in a state he won last time. Now, you may say, Dan, there's conjecture there, of course. But the conjecture is based on data. And the data in Julie Kelly's piece is stunning. Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you that it was Pennsylvania law that ballots had to be secured? Secured, meaning in a lockbox so nobody can access them, until 7 a.m. on Election Day. Well, what happened in Pennsylvania? Well, boatloads of ballots in Pennsylvania were cured or fixed or sent back to voters that were analyzed and looked at before 7 a.m. on Election Day. Straight legal case, no? Interesting. How many of those ballots cured were in Biden leading areas? Did the whole state get to cure their ballots before Election Day, despite the law saying you can't do that? Maybe worth looking into, no? I'll get to that piece tomorrow. And also what's going on in Georgia with mail, the mail and the rejection rates in Georgia just do not comport with reality. All right, I want to move on. I want to get to this last block. Because again, it goes back to how I opened the show and I want to tie this together. I'm really tired of the sellouts. I, I can't take it anymore. You know, one thing about Democrats I've, Admired, and I mean that. I mean, admired about Democrats. Yeah, they, you know, can't stand free speech, hate civil liberties, will take your guns, steal your money, do whatever they can. But I've admired their ability to stick together, no matter what. We don't do that. We're full of a bunch of sellouts playing by the old rules. And the old rules are this. We need to take the moral high ground, folks. There's a moral high ground. In the end, the media and moderates out there will see that we have the moral high ground, they'll come over in droves and legions to the Republican Party. Folks, those are the old rules. The new rules are this. The left is lying, cheating, stealing, and trying to kick you, get you kicked off and deplatformed, silence your free speech, take away your firearms, your money, your civil liberties, and your right to speak openly on the internet. And you want to play patty cake with them and roast malamars and marshmallows with them and make a little s'mores sandwich. Oh, look at me, graham cracker, and the marshmallow melts. You knock yourself out and do that. I ain't that guy. We're going to play by their own rules, which is you want to make allegations? We're going to make allegations. You want a special counsel? We want a special counsel. And when you find you don't like these rules and you want to go back to Robert's rules of order, we'll be there waiting for you. I mean that. But until then, you want to do trench warfare, we're going to dig trenches too. What do I mean by that? Well, we've got a bunch of pathetic sellout loser Republicans who just love losing all the time and like to kiss the collective asses of the left, hoping it's their scalp taken last. Come for me last. Famous last words in the French Revolution. I'm on yeah. your side. <laughs> I was going to say I'm on your side. No, no, no. The left doesn't have a side. The left has a search for power. There's no side. With the left. They, they search for power. That's their only side. What do I mean? You know, Obadiah uh, Stain. You're like, who the hell's that? My wife couldn't figure that. Remember this guy from the Iron Man movies? There he is. Check him out, old Obadiah. Here's from the original Iron Man movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Obadiah Stain was a sellout. What was that Jeff Daniels who played him, or Jeff oh, no. uh, yeah. Jeff something, whatever his name? I'm terrible with it. But remember Obadiah? 
Obadiah pretended to be Tony Stark's friend. Hey, Tony, I'm there for you. I'm helping you out. And then wound up selling him out, trying to take his company. He tried to kill him in the end, old Obadiah State. Well, don't worry. The Republican Party has its own Obadiah Stain Brigade. Maybe Larry Hogan and Chris Christie should audition for Iron Man 7 or whatever it is. Obadiah Stain. He's back. Revenge of Obadiah Stain. First, we have this clown who I call the pathetic loser and meant every bit of it. Larry Hogan, mm. Washington Examiner, covered her this weekend. Bongino slams Maryland Governor Larry Hogan as a, quote, pathetic loser after he called on Trump to concede. That is an accurate quote. I'll say it again. He is a pathetic loser. I've been holding back on this zero for a long time now because he pulled the wool over conservative eyes in Maryland for a long time, did everything he could to lie to them and deceive them, won the governorship because he had a pulse. Really, anybody on that ballot would have won because of the rain tax. And Anthony Brown, his opponent, was pathetic. Almost as pathetic as uh, Harry Logan. So he won because he had a pulse. And he won again in a landslide by selling out to Democrats. Now, of course, the liberals responded when I called Larry Hogan a pathetic loser because he called on Trump to concede and decided to be a good idea to attack him. By the way, Larry Hogan really? claims to be a Republican, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Joe's in Maryland. He's very familiar with Harry Logan. Yeah. But uh, of course, I got the typical liberal response. Dan, Harry, Harry Logan won. <laughs> Larry Hogan won. And, and you lost. Why did I lose? I'm proud. I am seriously proud I lost that race. Greatest thing that ever happened. I ran as a conservative proudly in a blue state and nearly pulled off the upset of the century. I didn't sell out like Harry Logan. Greatest day of my life was losing. The, I didn't know it at the time. I was devastated but it allowed me a platform to build Parler, to build Rumble, to build one of the most popular podcasts in the world and to reach millions of people every day, an opportunity that would have never availed itself had I won. And I could have won by selling out, but I chose not to. Like this loser, Larry Hogan, who we'll call Harry Logan. Here's his Twitter feed, this colossal sellout and zero, Tweeting to Donald Trump, if you had done your job, America's governors wouldn't have been forced to fend for themselves to find tests in the middle of a pandemic as we successfully did in Maryland. Stop golfing and concede. Which is kind of hilarious because Harry Logan was busted in Maryland by some people even on his own side, the Republican side. And his own people had to admit that they did have tests available and that they went out and bought a bunch of faulty South Korean tests to make more of a political statement than anything. But again, Harry Logan's taking a victory lap right now. Now, let me tell you who the real Harry Logan is. Because I'm really tired of these sellout, slob, loser Republicans turning on the president at a moment's notice because they have their own political interests in mind, not the country's. Larry Hogan wants to run for president, which is quite hilarious, I might add. And let me just say, let me, let me just say, you know, I'm out of, I'm done. I hate politics. Paul is like, don't you dare. I'm going to dare. I hate, I've said a thousand times in the show, politics and me, no good. If Harry Logan runs for president in 2024 and there's no one by the name of Trump on the ballot, I will consider entering politics again. There it is. Because this guy's such a loser that if he ran the country to the ground, I couldn't live with myself. I'm just throwing that out there. Here's a picture of Harry Logan. This is at the Autumn Glory 
parade, a great parade in Western Maryland. I can't recommend highly enough. Go there. This is us. This is my team. I want you to notice something. If you're watching on uh, video, rumble.com slash Bongino, if you're listening on audio, I'll describe the picture. There's a real picture of my team, the greatest team ever. And there's Harry Logan there right next to me, who I had to help that day. Why did I have, keep this up, Paul, if you don't mind for a moment. Why did I have to help Harry Logan in 2014, right before his gubernatorial election? Because Harry Logan was such a loser, he couldn't find a volunteer anywhere in Maryland. So Harry Logan showed up to the Autumn Glory Parade in his, in his, in his dopey bus, and he got off the bus with no volunteers at all and was embarrassed that he was going to have to walk in the parade by himself. So you'll notice there's one guy, friend of mine, with a Hogan for Governor shirt on. Yeah, well, underneath that shirt um, was one of our shirts he took off because he was my volunteer who we had to give to Harry Logan to walk in the uh, Autumn Glory campaign to preserve him from the absolute embarrassment of having to walk the parade by himself. That's a true story. Also, Harry Logan had a campaign guy, this guy, Chris C., who knows who he is. His last name begins with C. I'm not going to put his name out there. But they had to call our campaign to beg us for volunteers to man the phones because they had none, and they complained that all the volunteers were working on our campaign. Oh, he doesn't remember that? You don't remember that happening? Oh, because I do. And by the way, Harry Logan, I still have your emails. Remember your emails where you were so bitter about the success of our early efforts in recruiting people that you accused us hilariously of stealing your message? <laughs> I have that email. Yeah, I got screenshots. Remember that? Accused us of stealing his clown show, Harry Logan. Here's another zero. Chris Christie, part of the Obadiah Stain Brigade. Here's, <laughs> here's Obadiah Stain Jr., OSJ, OSJ Chris Christie, who's, by the way, best buddies with Harry Logan. They love each other. These two oh, are bosom yeah. buddies. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. These two love each other. Here's Chris Christie. Yeah. On, remember, I Joe, no, Joe's in there. Joe's very familiar with Harry Logan. Here's Chris Christie on CNN this week. Again, begging you, begging his CNN masters, please take my scalp last look. I'll acknowledge the Trump legal team is really terrible. Here's this clown on CNN. Check this out. Yes. And, and here's the reason why. The president has had an opportunity to access the courts. And I said to you, you know, George, starting at 2.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning, if you've got the evidence of fraud presented. And what's happened here is, quite frankly, the conduct of the president's legal team has been a national embarrassment. Very sorry, as Paula pointed out, it's ABC. Doesn't matter. OSJ. Colluding with his ABC masters. Yes, I'll go on the air and tell you what a legal embarrassment. Legal embarrassment. This is from this oh, guy. Yeah. Remember this guy when he shut the beaches down in New Jersey? Chris Christie? Yeah, yeah. Check this shot out. This is a great one. Yeah, he closed the beaches. Not for Chris. There he is in that chair. Yep. Chair struggling right there. There's Chris hanging out on the beach right there. There's old Chris. Shut down the beach, but don't worry. He was okay. Sunning his loins in the sand right there, old Chris. Yeah. This is a, this is a, the paragon of virtue, Chris Christie. This is our guy. Folks, we're done with these people. Let me hark back to the beginning of the show and we'll wrap this up. I had a thing with Nunes I'll have to get to later too. It's good stuff. I'll have to cover that tomorrow. I'm cutting ties today with the Obadiah Stain Brigade. You want to fire away at Sidney Powell without even giving her the chance to make her case? Fine. If she can't make a case, she can. It's her reputation. I'll be the first to admit it. If it's not a case and she steered us wrong, you can count on that on this show. 
but you want to waste your time this weekend under the old rules, trying to virtue signal to the left how pure you are by, look, I'm attacking Sidney Powell too. You want to be Chris Christie or Harry Logan spending the entire weekend attacking President Trump despite substantive examples of potentially very serious election integrity issues in this election? You waste that time. I am officially making, I'm cleaving that today. I'm done with them. Don't call me. Don't ask me to be on the show. Lose my email address. Attack me all you want. I don't care. I'm officially divorcing myself from you losers today. I'm with the Winners Brigade, and we are going to try to win. And we are going to try to uh, win elections. We are going to, if we lose this one, we'll try to win the next one. But we are going to try to win on the substance and the issues. And if you want to pile in with the Loser Brigade and the Obadiah Stain Brigade, you go right ahead. But I'm out. Lose my contact information. Lose my email. And seriously, if this show bothers you, it's not for you, then it's not for you. But I'm playing by the new rules, which are we win, you lose. And if you don't want to win and you want to sell out to the left, hoping they'll come for your scalp last, then that's really pathetic and weak. And you can do that on your own because we ain't doing that here. All right, folks, one final note. Miss Paula wanted me to bring this up and she's right. Um, Joe Biden, maybe we'll cover this tomorrow. Um, Take a little note here. Biden's team is hinting their first goal, if they do get in here, is to start attacking online misinformation. What they really mean is attacking online conservatives. Folks, I'm asking you at the end of this show, please, as a personal favor, please follow my show on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's only a matter of time before YouTube starts to ban us. Only a matter of time. Rumble is your answer. I am, again, a part owner in Rumble. That's, I've disclosed that a thousand times. But we do not discriminate on political ideology, liberal or conservative. Rumble.com slash Bongino. And please, if you need a place to listen to the show, you can always listen on my website. It is a safe harbor. Bongino.com. Bongino.com. The podcast is there every single day if one of these other entities tries to shut us down. I'm not kidding. That's not hyperbole or hysteria. They're doing it now. They've already deleted episodes of Candace Owens' show from YouTube. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe, rumble.com, and you can always go to my website and listen to the show there. All right, folks, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.